Welcome to another episode of Out of the Pods. I'm Deep T. And I'm Natalie. And can I just tell you the worst thing and- happened to me? <laughs> what? Okay, I have I covered it up so you can't really see it if you're watching us on video, but I covered up this these two big scars I have in between my eyebrows because I try to wax okay. my own eyebrows last night and it literally ripped off my skin. Absolutely not. Why would you have you done that before? Or is this your first time doing it? Okay, so I have done it before, like months and months ago, but I'm filming something in New York City this week. And the woman that I typically see for my eyebrows, I rarely get my eyebrows done because I have like nothing there. But I, I, I see there's just one woman in Chicago I really trust my eyebrows with when I do get them done. Yeah. Fully booked out for the next month. And I was like, let me just like do some little tweaks myself. Try. First of all, I took yeah. like from the beginning of my right eyebrow, I took off like four hairs. So now it looks shorter yeah. than it is. And then yeah. obviously I waxed off my fucking own skin. And now I look like a bootleg mm. Harry Potter. And, and I'll be filming <laughs> this commercial later this week in New York City. So my life, I feel like it's a first world problem, but I really do feel like I'm being punished <laughs> by Aww. a higher power. <laughs> Uh, the universe is out to get you this is why i never do my own eyebrows and obviously i need to get mine done but i get mine threaded and Mm. they look mm, fantastic you need to you need to try that i'm not no i used to love getting it threaded like in the suburban mall you know those little like threading stands in the middle of the mall Mm -hmm. used to go to those all (laughs) the time (laughs) no that's probably why you don't do it anymore because it hurts so bad when you go to them if you go to a really good auntie, you will, it never hurts. And it's like, you're looking snatched. It looks so good. Oh, I highly recommend. But anyway. <laughs> no, that, can I just clarify? The woman I used to see at the mall, um, my, when I used to live in the suburbs with my parents, obviously growing up, she was yes, an, a really great auntie. She was great because when okay. I went back to see her six years later, like, after I graduated college. <laughs> no, she she upgraded to her own little store in the mall. Let's go. I love that. And I was Dude, like, who goes yeah. to malls anymore? When was the last time you went to a mall? What do you mean? You and I just went to a mall like two days ago. Guitar Center, when? brother. That was in Guitar a Guitar Center is not a mall. It, that was literally a standalone. <laughs> what? <laughs> Guitar Center is not the mall, Natalie. <laughs> We went to Lincoln Park. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I probably shouldn't I probably haven't been to what am I trying to say? I feel like okay, then I haven't been to a mall in a really long time because the fact I thought Guitar Center was like that cuz there was like a strip of stores so I was like it's a strip mall. It wasn't even a stripper. It was just a. It was just. It wasn't stands. even a stripper. A stri- <laughs> you mean a strip mall? It wasn't even a strip mall. That's what I mean. Uh, okay. Well. Wild. Anyways. Well, are you excited for New York? I am. Okay, because like I've never filmed a commercial before, um, but also I've also am seeing New York boy obviously when I'm out there, so I don't have to pay for a, a trip. <laughs> It's just covered. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about recently um, is soulmates. And I was thinking about, do you think that New York boy is your soulmate? Ooh, that's a loaded question. Um, I don't it's believe in soulmates. I just don't believe in it. What? I think that the concept of soulmate Goodbye. ruins love. Do you believe in soulmates? I'm 
I'm ending this podcast immediately because <laughs> I just can't even talk to you anymore. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I absolutely believe in soulmates, but I'm also uh, a very much like a what's the word for it? Uh, like I was about to say heartthrob, but that's definitely <laughs> not the word. Like, are you? you like, know what what's the word? I don't even what's know the what word I'm looking like for. where you're like, like you are into oh, those things. Romantic. Uh, hopeless romantic. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> I am a hopeless romantic. And I think that there is people out there that are meant for you. But I don't think that there's only one soulmate. So there's OK, there's so much to dig into here. So you don't believe in the concept of soulmates at all. No, no. I really think what? that, like I said, I think that the concept of soulmates ruins love. Because think about it, like, I think it's also the way like movies and like TV shows have portrayed the notion of soulmate, like one person is meant for you and that it should be a really easy relationship, you know, when it feels right, it's right. And I'm like, I don't think that's how like relationships work. I think relationships always will always have tough times. And I think that notion of soulmates for people who really, really believe in it, like, I feel like when those tough times come, they think that oh, this person is not my soulmate because relationships shouldn't be this hard or require this much work. But I think the nature of life is that everything requires a lot of work when you have some sort of relationship with someone. But also, I think that anyone can make a relationship work with anyone as long as there's like compatibility there. Yeah. Okay, I wholeheartedly... Okay, I have so many thoughts. Oh my gosh, (laughs) where do I even begin? I do agree with you, one, that we have like saturated the idea of soulmates. Like you're right that like we romanticize it so much because of Mm -hmm. movies and TV shows and things like that. But I truly do think that there is soulmates out there, but I don't think that there's only one soulmate for you. I truly believe that friends can also be soulmates. It doesn't have to be a romantic connection. But here's the thing about like a romantic soulmate. I think that that person is supposed to be somebody who it's not easy with. Like it's not going to be the easiest thing because it's not somebody that's ju- that's going to be like exactly the way you think, like mirrors exactly the way you think. Or I don't know. I think there's just like this misconception that they are it's supposed life is supposed to be so easy with them. But truly, it's supposed to be somebody who challenges you the most, who drives you to become the better version of you, like who like just brings out things in you that you normally wouldn't in yourself. So it's like that counterpart that like, I don't know, that like really elevates who you are on all aspects of life. And that's a really tough, tough relationship to be in because you don't want somebody who tells you something that you don't want to hear. You want somebody who's like, oh, yeah, like you're doing great, babe. Good job, honey. Like, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. But that's why I think that there's that misconception of like, oh, my gosh, it's my soulmate. Because you're right. Every single relationship you get into, it's so easy in the beginning, but it takes so long to continue but I think that's when you know if someone is you're meant to be with somebody because you show up for them every single day and you're like even though this is so hard I want to continue being in this with you okay I hear you but how do you know like for example Mm -hmm. I've had exes who have challenged the fuck out of me because they're annoying 
and just like Mm -hmm. really difficult and really toxic. So are they my soulmate? Because I feel like I became better from those relationships just as a human. But like, it obviously didn't work out with them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you know someone's your soulmate? Like, you just feel it? Because that I don't get. You know, I think it it is like a very interesting concept, a, a soulmate. I don't know if necessarily we're lucky every single lifetime or in a lifetime to find them. But I think, like you said in the very beginning when we started this conversation about soulmates, you were like, oh, like you can fit anybody into that role if you wanted to. And it's so true because isn't it we create our own realities? Like you and I going to an event together have different perceptions of the same event that we went to, right? We create mm-hmm. our own reality. And so even when you met Bridge, like, you can't oh say my God, it's on <laughs> I forget that there's other people listening. And <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna know. <laughs> They're not gonna know. <laughs> well, I just want to ask, what about people who don't have souls like you and I? Like, are there soulmates? <laughs> <laughs> That's the first requirement. If you're looking for a soulmate, please have a soul. <laughs> and also, what if I'm already the best? Do I really need someone to challenge me to be better? I mean, I feel like I'm already, please. <laughs> I'm already perfect. <laughs> no matter what we go through in life, we always are going to be have. We always are going to have a goal, like the next step, the next level, you know? I okay, this is now that I'm thinking about this, it's so hard to explain why I believe in soulmates, or why I believe that people come into your life for a reason. And that can be friends, that can be literally a past lover. I feel like every single person has a role in your life. Like I agree. They're meant to be there for a reason. And then whoever you end up with, that may not be your soulmate, but it's somebody you love. Yes. But your soulmate, you could have met like at 20 and had this incredible, like, I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Romance. I'm going to stop you right there. What is the what? definition of soulmate? Because for me, I think about a soulmate as someone like when you meet with them, you have incredible connection and energy. They're meant to be in your life, but you stay with them forever. Like a soulmate is meant to be with you. I don't view like the definition of soulmate as someone who like comes and goes and changes your life. I think those are just like people that just come in your life to help you grow or like your friends are just... I don't think my friends are my soulmates. I think they just you developed a connection with them and then you like build it up, build it up. They're people that you end up loving. But like for me, the definition of soulmate is like, they are your person. Like you guys were meant to like find each other. That's exactly how I feel about a lot of people in my life. Because without them, my the trajectory of my life would be completely different. I have had friends in my life where I've needed them. So I think I agree with you of the definition of soulmates, but I don't think it's the forever part is the one part that I don't agree with you. I think soulmates can come in different times of your life for different durations of your life and you can have multiple. That's what I believe. Okay, then I don't believe in soulmates 100%. And this is the the negative Nancy, the practical like chicken me. But <laughs> I really don't believe in things like fate, soulmates. Like What? Yeah, you don't I just believe don't. In fate. Like I oh like, look, I am the queen of chance encounters. Like if I could tell you guys the stories of how I've met like my exes in the past and even my current partner, 
it's like very chancy. Like it's very like mm-hmm. fateful encounter, like yeah. little. Yes. Yeah. If like we, if, you think about it. if we took one different direction and went somewhere else, you wouldn't have met. Like I am the queen of that happening and where I'm meeting people in very like unique, very like just like crazy ways. Like, trust me, but I still don't believe that was like fate or they were like soulmates in that time of life. I think it's like our lives are we just kind of like react to what's happening and make decisions off of that. And there's no like path per se. Like we're always on a path, Mm -hmm. I think, but it's not by it wasn't destined, if that makes sense. Dude, I was so hungry right before we started filming this episode and I had the most delicious smoothie and my go-to lately has been factor, which means less time thinking about what I'm going to eat, less time in the kitchen, less time meal prepping. It's literally exactly what I need in my life right now. Well, I feel like we're the queens of convenience. Like anything that's delivered straight (laughs) to my door, I'm a big fan of and I love that their meals are delivered straight to my door. It's so effortless. I also don't cook. So all I need is my microwave no pots or pans are needed. I don't know. It's just all very convenient. Yeah, we clearly love convenience. And you can even do some add-ons like cold-pressed juices and my personal favorite, smoothies. So if anyone is listening who also loves convenience like us, use our code. Head to factormeals.com slash outofthepods50 and use code outofthepods50 to get 50% off. That's code outofthepods50 at factormeals.com slash outofthepods50 to get 50% off. Like people who come in in our lives, I think it was just like um, less of like soulmates or like fate, like it was meant to happen. It was more like it's just us humans kind of living our lives. And, you know, you find someone that you get along with. Great. Like that is like human nature to find that connection and like kind of just, you know, from living. Like, I don't think anything is like, like fateful. Yeah, like you don't think life is predetermined. No, 100%. Here's what I believe because, okay, first of all, I just want to preface this by saying I'm not very religious, but I do come from um, my entire family's Hindu. A Hindu, I was raised in India. So like there's certain concepts that were really like etched into my brain since a young age you're very spiritual one big, for sure i feel like i I'm, would I'm, oh 100 yeah. yeah i'm not religious but i'm very spiritual and i do believe in like just energy and like okay in any case what i'm trying to say is there's this thing that we do in the indian culture is as soon as you're born you do horoscopes because the time of day mm. that you were born based on um what time what day and what year everything they essentially create this they're called kundalu which is uh i don't know how to what's the exact word in english but in any case they write down basically a priest and an astrologer essentially write down all of the and this exists for me in india like i have this like scripture and it tells me at what point in life and at what ages major events will happen in my life and I told my mom, I don't want to see it because I don't want to know. Yeah. Because then I think about it and I don't want to live my life that way. I don't know if those things are like real or not, but uh, it's like because I'm Christian, right? Um, Mm -hmm. So I am like from a very religious family. Um, But like the even horoscopes, like I think like when I see those like timing, like based on the moon and stars alignment, like I don't believe in that. I think that you could have anything in your in your life fit into that. Um, like, 
for example, well, have you ever looked well, at I think this day and age? Yeah, like have you have you ever looked back at that and was like that was right? Like in the in these times, like big events did happen. Yeah, uh, I don't want to look at my horror. I don't want to look at it. But it, I mean, everyone thinks everyone has their own opinion on it because sometimes it sounds a little cuckoo, like tarot card readings or like palm yeah. readings or there's all these types of things in the world. I think what happens is it gets diluted because there's so many scammers out there and so many people who say they know what they're doing, but it's just like all horseshit. <laughs> so I don't know. It's like, okay, here's the thing. I think what's really fascinating about humans is that we are so unique. We're all so unique, right? For sure. We, we have the capacity to create our own realities. You can romanticize love and be like, I believe in soulmates. I think this is my person. Or you can be more realistic and be like, no, like it's compatibility. This is why it works. I think regardless of it, you can, your reality is what's going to drive you, you know? Like I think that yeah. truly because our DNA is just so unique, like you and I seeing the same exact person like we're going to make them special or make them not special. And that's you know why I, mean? I don't believe in soulmates. I think that if the concept of soulmates was a real thing, you, we like it could, shouldn't if something was a real thing, I don't think it should be based on reality, right? I think that then everyone it should be a real thing. But I I do like the concept of soulmates. I I would love to meet like my future husband or partner one day and be like, he is my soulmate because I'm meant to be. Like, do do my parents see each other as soulmates? I'm not sure, but I view them as soulmates. Like they spent so long together and they get along really well. But do I feel like if their paths didn't cross, could my parents have had that same strong love with someone else? I really do think so. Just like me. I think that, there's thousands of people based on compatibility where we are in life. You can make it work with a lot of people. And that, I yeah. think, ruins the concept. Like, that's why I don't believe in soulmates because I don't think it's based on soul or that amazing connection. I really think it's more like, are your personalities similar? Like, do your values align? Or like the things that you're looking for in that moment in life, if it's like, Two people want marriage or like their families get along or like, you know, they're right in the right stage of life. Like those are the factors versus a soul connection. Care of is a sponsor of this episode. And we are so excited because we have been using care of for a few years now. If you follow our personal social media, if you haven't heard of care of, it is a subscription service that chips personalized vitamins, supplements and powders to your door every month. Like we said, we are the queens of convenience. So this is perfect for us. <laughs> yes. And I really like their short, simple online quiz and having care of give me doctor backed recommendations. Their app also helps you track how you're feeling and you can see your results over time and you can really adjust your routine as needed. Yeah. So care of first caught my eye because my coworkers would be taking their vitamins in these individual daily packs with their names on them. And I just thought they looked so cute. So I asked like, where are these from? And they said, care of. So I want to try them. So now before I leave my house, I just need to grab a pack or I'll grab a few of them for a trip. It's so convenient. Yes. And so for 50% off your first month subscription with care of, go to takecareof.com and enter code out of the pods 50. That is takecareof.com and enter code out of the pods 50 for 50% off your first month subscription with care of. 
But I do think that all the things that you just described, that is that is a soul connection, though. You're creating a soul connection with that person. You're also, I think it's also no, fate that you're you looking able at to find somebody. Cause if you if you fit, there's divorce rates are so fucking high right now. It's because people are getting married based on the concept of like, oh my gosh, like, yes, I found this person and they make me feel good. But you're right. They're not looking at the compatibility. They're not looking at the finances. They're not being practical. But if you find someone that matches everything and aligns with you on all those things, I think it's fate because it's so fucking hard to find that person and to truly be happy. See, I think it's too, it's too like hard I don't know. I don't feel that. So, okay, well, actually, I have a question for you. You know how you said like people who come in your life and are like meant to be there, they're soulmates. Do you think Shake no, was a soulmate? I, sometimes. Shake taught me so much in life and I do not think he was a soulmate. I think he was a stepping stone to discovering who I am. But when I say the people who have like changed my life for the better are, those were the people that I was meant to be with. I'm talking like, my childhood friend, like one of my childhood friends Mm. that truly made such a fucking impact on my life. I'm talking about like the one relationship maybe that I don't think that I have found the love of my life yet. Truly. I don't think I have found it. Like when people describe what love is, I sometimes look back at my relationships and I'm like, I don't think that I was in love. I think I was just maybe infatuated, maybe lustful, but I don't think I was in love. I've not found a romantic soulmate yet. Hmm, and I do believe he exists. But, <laughs> but you that's also I mean said soulmates think, can go in and out of your life. I think that a soulmate can come into your life for a reason and then you're not meant to be with them forever. I think every that's what I mean about humans. We're so unique and every single story is so unique. You can't just like box it into one thing. Like a, it means something different to every single person. And that's the beauty of life. You know what? You know? One of the things that I do appreciate about you is like you very much believe in like things like energy and like manifestation and what energy more of like that like you know there's like positive and negative like the aura you give off like matters that type of thing and like fade and like soulmates and I do think that it makes life really exciting because it's Mm -hmm. like religion too right like I just said I was Christian um and like obviously a lot of things in Christianity are not like, I would say there's not a lot of evidence for them, like the afterlife, like heaven and hell, like those concepts, Mm -hmm. right? You just have to like believe in it, like really put your belief in those exists. And I think that my belief in those things like make life better because I was like, I want to go to heaven and I want to be like saved. And so I'm going to do, try to live, you know, um, as righteous of what is considered like a very, righteous and religious life based on what's outlined in the Bible and like within Christianity. So I think it's mm-hmm. those concepts that like make life. I don't know how to say it, like gives guidelines to your life and like explains what's happening. Just like yeah. how the concept of soulmates, like when you meet someone, it's really beautiful to call someone your soulmate and be like, were they meant yeah. to be with me? But so mm-hmm. I, I do love those types of things. I just can't get myself to believe in it. And it's kind of weird. Yeah, I think I understand why I think because you're just very practical and you're very like to the point, like you're, you need evidence for things, but there's so many things in life that we just can't 
explain. One of those things being religion. And people are die hard with their religious faith. And so, you know, it's uh, interesting. They say that they created the concept of heaven and hell as a psychological thing to um, be okay with death. (laughs) I've heard that too. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, is is that concept just to like, do you believe in the Bible that it really exists? I saw this in an interview and I can't like cite it because I don't know where I've like heard this from per se, but they were Mm -hmm. um, talking about the atheist, about uh, to an atheist of like, they live life to a fullest and for themselves because they don't believe, or this particular person didn't believe in an afterlife, like that there's a heaven, Mm -hmm. hell where you could be saved. And so that changes things, right? For Christians where it's like, we want to be saved. And so you, we live our life on this earth now in hopes mm-hmm. that there is a heaven and hell and we'll see our loved ones later. But yeah, like what if that it doesn't exist? Then like, yeah, it gets rid of like, you know, I get really excited being like, I could see like my loved ones in like after this, like uh, when my grandmother passed, I remember being like, I know it's going to be a really long time, but I'll see you again. But yeah, if that, mm-hmm. if heaven and hell doesn't exist, like, I won't. It's very sad. Yeah. It it really is really uh, an interesting concept. You know, uh, in the Hindu culture, and I think I do believe in reincarnation, but we believe in reincarnation. And that's another thing that ties back to soulmates is, and it's so funny when we think of soulmates, we think romantic, but I don't really just think romantic. But when uh, there's been instances of people like like little kids knowing other languages like weirdly knowing like how to play the piano and a lot of people equate that to reincarnation like in a past life they knew how to do this because otherwise how does the fucking three-year-old know how like the german language when you're born in america you know what i mean like there's just instances like that that have happened but anyways what i'm trying wait to can say i tell is, you then i literally must have been a rock in my past life because all i do is like <laughs> i don't know how to do anything half the time i love not moving and i love yeah a rock i love just like lounging <laughs> i was like i must have been maybe you, you should i must have been like a, a bear no something a i must have been like a very like a thing that didn't like moving a lot that <laughs> just loved being still very lack of physical activity like literally yeah. i was all like i was probably useless in my past life if reincarnation is a thing mm-hmm. don't you think i'm dead like when yeah. you think about me <laughs> I think about myself too, and I'm like, I need to be good in this lifetime because I don't want to come back as like, I don't know, a rat next lifetime. <laughs> Not no no offense to rats, because I think you're doing great. Oh my gosh, you know what? <laughs> I also could have been a rat in my past life. Of all the people. Because when I do want to move, I move quick. I'm like a little like <laughs> skirt skirt. Yeah. And then sometimes when I'm so lazy, I'm going from couch to bed, I'll go on all fours and kind of just like wrap myself to my bed. And I feel what like I eat fuck? so fast, I just but I pictured that, and that's wild. I also feel like I eat like a rat, like you know when they're like <laughs> like that sometimes. Like, oh, I just thought of ratatouille. Oh my god, can I just tell you about ratatouille? Oh, this is so embarrassing. This shows what? this shows that I am a very um, uncultured individual. So I went to a friend's dinner. Oh and she had like a set menu and one of the items for dinner was ratatouille and (laughs) and in my head i was like oh so cute like it's like a disney themed disney themed dinner for like Mm. the disney movie ratatouille 
And then the chef that she hired like comes out and be like, ratatouille is a traditional French dish, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God. I thought Why did she you was- give him that accent? Did that's he have what this he, accent? Yeah, that's what he, he, he had. I'm dead. Actually, did I make okay. that up? I was going to say, did you just make up a French accent? <laughs> is that French? No, I was trying to be a, a little bit like Australian and sultry. He's like, okay, okay, I like this is a dish from down under. <laughs> just, <laughs> bro, I'm not even going to attempt an accent because I know I'm all embarrassed myself. This is a, I can't even do an Indian this accent. This is a traditional French dish. <laughs> Sorry, I got a little bit southern that there. Like the, that sounded like a grew from Despicable Me. I was like a French dish, but I was like, that's like Kansas City. But... um. Anyways, and then I was like, I'm so he was like talking about how it's a traditional French dish. And I was like, I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. I literally thought she was like doing a little Disney reference there. And I almost said it at the table. And I'm so glad I didn't. Oh my God. Was it good? It was actually so good. I had gratitude. I I like when I watched the movie and I was like, it's just a bunch of vegetables, but it's like the actual dish is really good. <laughs> And you know, I don't need rat vegetables. It's so dumb. That's why I think I was a rat in my last in that's why I think I was a rat in my past lifetime. Because I love Because you like ratatouille? No, I love like <laughs> just kidding. I love kind of Scaring like scaring away. No, I don't love like good food. I love like trash foods. I love like a little snack. And Natalie, that's half of America. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, Literally. <laughs> anyways, can I also, sorry, can I also tell you <laughs> that maybe I wasn't a rat, but maybe a big baby because I love granny panties. Oh, if there's anything <laughs> about me, Deep D knows so this, dumb. I love granny panties. I love commando life. <laughs> oh, oh, no, 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 no. There's a, I have a few friends who are in the same boat. I, I'm all about either the thong or commando life. You know what I've been randomly excited for? What? The fact that we are going to be seeing Cinderella at the Lyric Opera House next week in Chicago. Yes, dude. I am so excited for that. I feel like ever since we went to that Broadway show in New York, I have been dying to see another show. And also, truly, we would not have found these amazing tickets to Cinderella had we not gone to Today Ticks. I know. So I love Today Ticks. We use it to get the best value on tickets to Broadway or events and experiences in other cities. You just need to download the app or visit todayticks.com to find a show you want to see. It's so easy to use. It's so easy to check out. And you get your tickets sent straight to your phone. Yes. And there's so many events to choose from. And Today Ticks gives you access to exclusive pre-sales and limited time offers, as well as lotteries for sold out shows and same day rush tickets on the app. So see that show you've always wanted to see or discover something new that you'll love just as much for even less. Go to todayticks.com slash out of the pods and use promo code out of the pods to get $20 off your first Today Ticks purchase. That's promo code out of the pods at todaytix, T-I-X.com slash out of the pods for an additional $20 off your first ticket purchase. Todaytix.com slash out of the pods. I have a friend and this shocked me. I was having a conversation with her like a few weeks ago. She saw like my uh, like granny panties line when I was wearing, um, I think I was wearing leggings <laughs> and she saw it and she goes, yeah. oh my gosh, like how do you just like leave the house like that? And I was like, oh, like I saw that yesterday, too. <laughs> yeah, Duty saw yesterday when she came over. And I was like, well, yeah. like, I mean, 
first of all, I wear a jacket that covers my butt. And I was like, it's just you. So mm-hmm. I'm like, whatever. But she goes, yeah. I could never. She goes, I could never get caught with like a massive panty line. And she goes, she wears thongs like 24 hours a day. We should start a feminist movement where it's like, normalize Bring panty, panty lines. Yes. <laughs> normalize Bring panty lines. <laughs> Wait, that's actually really fucking funny. We need to come up with merch that says normalized granny panty lines. I feel like that's anyone good. who wears our merch will never get a man again. <laughs> like, after wearing that. Um, but I really just or, don't. I, I really just think that like, you know, there have been moments where I've had to wear like a thong for like 20, like yeah. for at least 16 hours a day. Like, you know, like going to the office. Yeah, like work going yeah, to an event mm. that type of thing but i just yeah. i couldn't imagine sleeping in a thong no i agree why are you sleeping in a thong just go nude i sleep in nude completely because it's good for your health by the way look it up um <laughs> to air <laughs> air out the body <laughs> air out the body it's good to, for your your body regulates more anyways um besides the point but no like why why is she wearing a thong to bed that's so uncomfortable. She said she just lives in that shit. She's like, I need to get used to this. I know I'm gonna wear it all the time, so fuck it. No, 100. percent She said it's because she uh. I, she said you would too if you found the most comfortable brand. And I said no, I wouldn't. And she said she's just used to it. She's been doing it for like 10 years since she met her now husband. But like when she started dating him, she just always wore thongs. And I was all like, no, that will never, never happen. I the best thing that I've ever done. Well, okay. First, I won't lie. In my earlier relationships, like in my early twenties, I, I would wear like that. like sexier underwear with a little lace trim and things. It'd still be like bikini granny yeah. panty styles, but like I'd make it cute. <laughs> but yeah. now, like especially with my current partner, I will get him used to the granny panty. <laughs> but here's where I'm getting a little bit worried, and why I brought this up too is because I feel like now I'm getting so used to granny panties that it's like my choices of granny panties are getting out of control like i want them to be looser i they're 100 cotton solid colors um no lace high-waisted you know like it's really giving the diaper look okay you're so lucky that mostly women listen to this podcast <laughs> and that you have a partner because no chance when you just said that you're gonna be like seriously you will no, never catch me in but- a lacy bikini or like you know the brief style you'll never catch me in that mm. shit I am going to challenge you on that because I feel like we go through phases as women because my college days, I was thong life and it up. Now I'm like, Ugh. fuck that. But unless I'm on a, my period, I'm not a granny panty girly. But I feel like when I get older, that's probably going to be me. <laughs> like, imagine me older, like running around commando. No, I'd love it. It's like, <laughs> like a nice little, like, <laughs> it's like a nice little hug around my butt. It's like I'm getting a constant warm that's little hug. To me. <laughs> I do have that like the uh, opposite I'm just gonna I put it about. out there. I do have like seven pairs of like fancier underwear, like thongs, like yeah. the lacy cute. You bring that out in relationships. Yeah, like <laughs> yes. the lacy underwear you that you'll to. bring out, you know, like in the beginning of a relationship type of thing. But now yeah, sorry, mom. <laughs> but do I also have 30 pairs of straight up high-waisted granny panties? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, boo. Whatever you feel comfortable in, do it. Because you know what? A man shouldn't be with you for your underwear style. He should be taste. with you for your personality. Yes. What's inside. Mm-hmm. But is he a soulmate? 
<laughs> but only if he's a soulmate. If he's your soulmate, he will absolutely appreciate that you wear granny panties. I think so. And mm. honestly, it would be really great if he pulled down his pants and he was wearing some too. Can you imagine? <laughs> so you agree there's a soulmate. If he... if he, So you agree though. If he wore granny just panties... Just say you agree. <laughs> if he wore granny panties, I would believe in soulmates. I'd be like, wow! I'd probably literally die if he... Okay, first of all, I'm going back to soulmates really quickly <laughs> because here's the thing about your New York boo. If you recall how we met him, first of all, obviously fate encounter because we easily could have gone to a different location or stayed where we were, which we were wanting to do in the first place. So you would have never even met New York boy. Number one, fate. Check. Secondly, I remember as soon as you fucking met this dude, you literally started talking to me. You're like, oh my gosh, like he's so perfect for me. I li he literally has the same sense of humor. He's blah, 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 blah. Like you fucking just met him in soulmate category. And even though it's really hard, you're still with New York boy. Okay. Gone through some trials and relations. But think about this. What if we went to another bar that night when I met him? And I met someone else. You wouldn't have. You weren't supposed to, though. That's the thing that I say about fate. Every single fucking thing in your life, I feel like, happens for a reason. Like, one second of your life can be different, and it changes the course of your entire life. So I just heard something mind-blowing. Okay, so you know when you search for something on Netflix, what you get is only a fraction of what Netflix actually has. So Netflix actually has more than 18,000 titles globally, but only like 6,000 of those are available in the US. So you're literally missing out on thousands of great shows unless you use ExpressVPN. Yes, that is why ExpressVPN is the best thing ever. I first started using their app for security reasons. It encrypts my data. It protects my privacy and security. It keeps me safe from hackers. But I didn't know you could use it to change your online location. So you can control where you want Netflix to think that you're located. And they have over 100 different locations. So you can gain access to thousands of new shows no matter where you live. And you can use it for other streaming services too, like Disney+, Plus, Hulu, etc. So fun fact, Keeping Up with the Kardashians is available on UK Netflix. So I use ExpressVPN to watch that show. <laughs> Wait, that's amazing. I use the same thing for watching Below Deck on UK Netflix. I love that show. It's like such a good escape from reality, like the thought of living and working on a luxury boat. But anyways, it's so easy to watch it. All I have to do was open ExpressVPN, select the UK, tap one button to connect and refresh Netflix to watch it. Yes. So stop missing out on great TV and get thousands of new shows with ExpressVPN. We got them to give you guys three extra months free when you use our special link, expressvpn.com slash out of the pods. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash out of the pods to get three extra months completely free. One small thing can change. For example, you accidentally step out onto the street and you get run over by a car. Changes your entire life. Yeah, no but, shit. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. That's, that's but don't really you feel like that's version? more of like an accident, not like fate? Obviously, it's an accident. But yes, it's your fate to die in that moment. <laughs> On death. I thought that's a little broken leg. Oh, sorry. I meant death. <laughs> <Cut>. <laughs> 
I was trying to be dramatic for the purposes of the the argument. Okay, can we talk about how I met New York boy though? Because I I do hear what you're saying. I think it was no, more like. I was there. I, I, I think that it was I, I don't think it was fate. I hear what you're saying, but I think it was more like it just was like a very chancy a, encounter type of thing. Like we met in a very unique way. But no, I think that you met, even though you met in a unique way, what happened after was what like drew you to him. There's some sort of familiarity with him. And that's what I mean about like a connection from your soul. Like you don't understand why your energy is drawn to their energy. That's what I mean about you're meant to like meet certain people in your life. And some of those people can be your soulmate or one of those people can be your soulmate or zero of them can because you're not lucky. <laughs> that's how I think I am sometimes. <laughs> you're not lucky. But um. Anyway. Okay. Okay. I mean, okay. We'll see how we end. I mean, can I tell you what really drew us together? It's because we have the same really shitty sense of humor. Like yes, the mean, the dry. Mm-hmm. Like if he calls me a piece of shit, I'm like, that's, that's funny. Yeah. That's truly, I, that's <laughs> why I feel like you guys were meant to meet for a reason. Because because some people just can't handle your crude humor like that. Like, I've definitely increased my... What's the word? I don't even know how to say it. I don't feel insecure. Yeah, I don't feel insecure with you ever because I'm like, this bitch is just trolling me. (laughs) Like, it's not (laughs) real. Remember when we went to... We went to a store called the Guitar Hero. No, sorry. Oh my God, I fucking hate you for this. That's how it's called, not the Guitar Hero. We went to a store called the Guitar Center. And... (laughs) I was checking out and um, I was using Deep D and I have like a joint account together to talk about relationships. <laughs> and so I was using the credit card and I was all like, oh, she makes me pay. I was telling the cashier we were like checking out and we were buying things for the podcast. So I was using our joint account and um, I'm checking out and I tell the uh, <laughs> Deep D's the one like that's talking to the cashier. And then when it comes to paying, she looks at me and she goes like makes that face like I take said, out the card. You. And I was like, thank you. Thank you for being my sugar mama. Yeah. And I was all like, mm, I was like, she's too ugly to be a sugar baby. And then we kept going with it. And I was like, I have to pay for everything. And I was like, she just has no money. She's like, literally just Such uses me. Bitch. And we weren't laughing. We were just like playing off each other. And the cashier felt so uncomfortable. He was like, <laughs> remember? No, remember? He was like, he's like, damn, it'd be like that. <laughs> he was, I was like, wow, it do be like that. And then you know what, you guys, the world worst part is she did the bit again at Best Buy because we went right after and this guy this cashier dude was not as like trying to be as funny he was just like oh my god I'm concerned I swear he was probably going to be like are you being abused (laughs) just let me know I know he's like blink twice if you're safe (laughs) (laughs) truly why do you put me in situations like this but what I'm trying to say is thank you because now I don't feel awkward ever because I'm like what the hell it's so bad anyways there's a lot of people around Chicago that have different stories of Natalie and I just terrorizing them in fact don't remember we were gonna weren't we gonna tell New York boy a different story when we first met him I don't even know oh yes what was it were we Okay, so New York boy had no idea that DJ and I had done Love is Blind. Like, he um, wasn't aware. <laughs> well, what were we going to tell him? That we... Were we dating? I don't even remember. We're, 
I don't know. We made up some shit because we did not look good that day. You were in like a giant ass t-shirt. I was wearing like random. We, I don't even remember what we, I was wearing. I was in an oversized t-shirt and like mismatched leggings and sneakers and Deepji was in athletic clothes at a bar. We were at a bar where people were dressed up like to like, go out for the super night. Super cute. Yeah. yeah. And we were like our hairs, our hairs, our hair was all like our frazzled. Hair. Like I remember it was like mine was in a bun and I took it down yes. when I met yes. New York boy to be like prettier but it was like had all the yes. crinkles and creases from <laughs> putting my hair up. You know what? I love that we went out like that, truly. Because if you don't love me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. You know what? Maybe it was fate. So the way New York boy and I met... Let's go. ...was... Um, I don't think I've ever told the story on the podcast, but like DJ and I were saying, we were at a bar and um, we weren't supposed to go out that night. We were working on the podcast, creating clips for social media. And then we're like, let's just like... Let's just go. Let's just keep going out. Like, let's just... And so we were, we were like in... Like we were just dressed really bad. I'm just gonna put it out there. Like yeah, we were in the our nightlife. Guy friends. Yes, our, our guy friends met up with us. That's what it was. Our guy friends met up with us, and they're like, "Let's keep going out." Pretty much. So we went to this yes. popular bar in Chicago, and New York boy was in town for work and also for a bachelor party because he is from the East Coast, and I guess people come to Chicago for bachelor parties. But who, who knew? <laughs> um, well, this one did. <laughs> and um, at least it was warm. His, this is so crazy, but his, the mutual friend that we have, that's how we met is through a mutual friend. Um, I guess it's not even a mutual friend. Um, my hairstylist. He's kind of an acquaintance. Acquaintance, yeah. yeah. So yeah. the guy that my hairstylist was dating, um, I had met him once before when my hair, my hairstylist and him were out. And so I've met him once, but he recognized mm-hmm. me again at this bar we went to and he came up. And that's kind of how I met New York Boy is because New York Boy and and this guy um, worked together and they were like at like a work happy hour. <laughs> and so, yeah, we ended up just like chatting it up because um, the guy actually left New York Boy to talk to another girl. And so we're like, oh, hey, just come like talk to us for a second. But you guys, you know what the most effed up part about this entire story is that Thank God my guy friends were with me because Natalie over here just fucking just was like, goodbye. I'm just going to go hang out with New York boy. And I was like, this bitch. No, I'm just kidding. I was actually rooting for her wholeheartedly. And thankfully, I'm that friend. I'm such a good wing woman because truly this dude was asking me questions about you two. And I was like, wait, what? Just what was he asking? Don't, don't worry about it. No, wait, I want to know. He just was asking if you're dating anyone, I think. Oh, wait, really? Nothing too crazy. Yeah, it was nothing too crazy, but like... I didn't know I that. I was like, I can totally destroy her right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would never. But uh, it was funny because I was hanging out on the other side of the bar and I took so many videos of you guys because I was like, is this like a true love connection? Is this a soulmate connection? No, I'm just kidding. I, I would have thought so. And then, and then months passed and I was like, nope, this is really fucking hard. I don't think... <laughs> It's always hard. Relationships are never easy. Um, but yeah, Truly. that's uh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's how we met. And it was really weird because we weren't meant to stay in contact. And then mm-hmm. we just kept you talking sh- and talking. And then it kind of led to something more. So I actually heard this like after the fact through 
the guy my hairstylist was dating at the time. Let's just call him Guy. He actually mm-hmm. told <laughs> my hairstylist, like, he he told my hairstylist, like, oh, like Natalie met New York boy. I think that they're still talking. Like, I think they're dating. But he told her and she told me afterward that they actually met another that New York boy met another girl at the bar prior to me. Like a girl had come up to him and like at a bar before you. Yeah. Like um, they were at a bar before they came to the one that we were at mm, and he was talking to another girl. And like, I don't know what happened, but uh, the, the guy my hairstylist was with said to my hairstylist, like, oh, it's crazy. Cause like, I think that other girl that New York boy was talking to, like, wanted to, like, go home with him type of thing. Like, see where it went. And then it just didn't end up working out. And then I met him at the next part. Wait, that sounds like a red flag. I was just about to say, um, why are so many women into New York? (laughs) Wait, that sounds kind of like, now that I say it out loud, at first I thought it was like, oh, it's like fate. Like, he could have had enough. But now as I tell the story, I'm like, "Mm, doesn't sound good. It just doesn't sound <laughs> no, very good. It does sound it does sound like a little bit more like obviously he liked you more because he could have easily left and just gone home with that girl. So I know. I don't know, man. But you're you know what? Tying it all back, though, I do think that clearly we create our own realities and our own delulu illusions of things (laughs) (laughs) and like life is how you i i think i'm choosing to romanticize my life and to think about people who come into my life as connections that deeply meant something to me and that's why i think that they are soul ties and i'll remember it for the rest of my life but i i again i really don't think i've found my actual lifelong partner who is my soulmate romantically yet and if you're listening please reach out to me (laughs) do you really want one of the do you really want someone who listens to our podcast to be your soulmate it'd be really fun but i feel like we're so why not honest on this podcast like i'd be scared well anyways last question for you do you think that we're soulmates son yes Really? Truly. Like I was meant to meet Here's why. Here's why I think so. Originally when we met, like, yes, we were like, not, we weren't like close, close, but we were like friendly, obviously. But I think there's certain things that happened in our life that pushed us or some, there's events in our life that I would call fate-like events, i.e. creating this podcast, going on the show together. There's so many things that like doing these things have changed the trajectory of our life. And I think you were meant to be in my life to help me with that. Because I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I was supposed to do a podcast. I was literally about to sign a different contract like two, three months prior to us talking about doing um, this podcast. And for some reason, I just couldn't get myself to do it. And there's a reason. And I think it's because you and I were meant to be in this together and take this to new heights. I just have such an amazing feeling about where life will go for you and I individually and specifically together. Okay. Truly. I see it. Yeah. I get, I yes. I mean, it, it sounds all good and grand. So like, I, I want to believe in it. Yeah. I do. I think, I think you're right in that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
I think the only thing that is predestined in this life is that we all pass. But Mm -hmm. I think that like the thought that everything is meant to happen is very like reassuring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of like, there's no mistake or regret. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're able to explain, psychologically, if you're able to explain things that are happening to you in a way that makes sense and makes you feel happy and comfortable with life, then I think that's what you do. Yeah. And yeah, it truly is something. You know what? That is so... Okay, last thought on this, but it's very interesting because there are like decisions that I thought I would have regretted in the past but then like that decision I made whether it was like a few days a few months maybe a few years after like led to something that I felt like was worth it all but at the Mm -hmm. time you just like are like oh we could always talk about this on another episode but it was specifically about a relationship that I gave up to pursue other things and I regretted it for so long but then looking Mm -hmm. back at everything at my life I'm like wow like I was meant to end that relationship and just go a separate route pretty much Mm -hmm. and you know what's interesting I think uh I think I mentioned this earlier is like even the whole fate thing and you know how I said oh, I have like horoscope or like um, things that have laid out in my life where big things happen. I think the idea of that too is these big things are destined to happen in your life no matter what, but you have the free will to make the decisions to get there. And it could be the hard way, it could be the easy way, it could be whatever direction you take it. You have the choice to do whatever you want, but eventually it'll lead you to exactly where you're supposed to go. And I think that's what fate is and it's predetermined. Well, if you believe in fate, soulmates, granny panties like we do, please let us know on our Instagram page at Out of the Pods. And please make sure you leave a review and subscribe. See you next Wednesday. Bye.